0: Hey, welcome once again. This is Elle at Iron Dove. Dialogue is the key to reform, access is the key to dialogue. At Iron Dove you can find both. Come on down, talk it up, and let's see what we can figure out. H.R. 2631, a bill presented to the 109th Congress, first session. It's a bill called the Religious Freedom Peace Tax Fund. And it's really quite interesting. The primary focus of this fund is to allow people who are conscientious objectors to allocate the use of their taxes by requesting that the federal government use income taxes, estate taxes, gift taxes, and any such tax payments for the use of non, for non-military purposes and to create a, uh, a fund specifically for non-military purposes. And it's, um, it's a really interesting concept because if you think about the whole tax situation. In order to have a war, in order to be involved in war, you need money. And particularly in this day and age, there's a lot more money involved in warfare than probably warfare involved in warfare. Certainly there are hundreds of thousands of people involved in the military services. But dollar for dollar, there's a heck of a lot more money involved than there are actually people. Based on information from the Center for Arms Control and Nonproliferation, the administration of President George W. requested $420.7 billion for military for the fiscal year of 2005. $400 $400 billion for the Defense Department and $19 billion for nuclear weapons. The national defense category of the federal budget for the year 2005 accounts for over half, 51.4% of all discretionary spending. The budget for 2005, the discretionary budget request in billions of dollars, was $818 billion from the Bottom to the top, we spend starting at three billion for energy, going all the way up to four hundred and twenty one billion for military. And in order um, from the least amount of money to the most, energy three billion, agriculture, five billion, Social Security and Medicare, eight billion, economic development, 13 billion. Other income security, 16 billion. General government, 17 billion. Training and employment and social services, 21 billion. Transportation, 23 billion. Science and space, 24 billion. Natural resources and environment, 28 billion. Veterans benefits, 30 billion. Housing assistance, 30 billion. International affairs, 32 billion. Justice, 38 billion. Health, 51 billion. Education, 60 billion. Military, 421 billion. It just goes to show you how completely over the top our military budget is. So, imagine for a minute, if taxpayers had a choice to say, I'm happy to pay my taxes for non-military purposes. Think about that for a minute. What that might do to some of these other things in our economy. Energy, for example, we only spend $3 billion on energy in comparison to military, $421 billion. Well, the whole point of why we're in Iraq, and I don't really care what anybody else says about security and other nonsense, we're in Iraq because we want their oil. And that's really the bottom line. We want their oil because we need their oil, because our country runs on oil. And if you listen to my previous podcast, you would know that we have other options. We really do. We don't investigate them. We don't develop them, but we have other options. And even if we took only a third of the military budget and put it into developing energy, alternate energy sources, it would be like increasing the budget by 47 times. 47 times. What do you think about that? We spent 47 times as much money as we're spending right now to try and develop other energy sources. Bet you we'd have some other plan really quickly. It's interesting. We spend loads and loads and loads of money on destroyers and Tomahawk missiles and cruise missiles and surface-to-air missiles and tactical vehicles, cargo aircraft, transportation aircraft, joint striker fighters. I mean, you name it, they got a name. Wow. And it's loads and loads and loads and loads of money. Now, keep in mind, there's lots and lots and lots and lots of jobs attached to the dollars that are being spent here. But there's also a lot of dollars being spent here that are padding the pockets of some administrator who's doing absolutely nothing. We've all have read the stories about the government paying $300 for a toilet seat or whatever. And you know something? When you have budgets that are this big... There is all kinds of stuff tucked in. There's all kinds of padding padded in. There's so much discretionary spending here that there's just no way to keep track of a budget this big with this many people involved. The United States outspends every single country in the world on military. I'll put it this way. The United States military budget is 421 billion with a B dollars. There are approximately 295 million people in the United States. The next highest military spending budget is that of China at 51 billion dollars. China has a population of over 1.3 billion people. That is approximately a billion people more than the United States. And they spend a fraction of what we spend. China spends an eighth of what we spend. Russia, 50 billion. Japan, 40 billion. UK 40 billion France 35 billion It's silly. It's silly. If we were to take And you know, I'm not proposing that that the country become completely vulnerable and at risk, okay? But I am proposing that a few hundred billion be diverted to peaceful peacetime activities that will increase our national security such as development of alternative energy and we won't no longer need to be the policemen of the world if we have energy independence it's a thought it's a really interesting bill i i really like the concept because i don't think that there's a better way to to track some of this stuff. You know, once we pay our taxes, we send in our check, we pay our income taxes, that's it. We don't have the kinds of choices of how that money is being spent. And the President and Congress have to decide each year how to spend our money. But because the national defense budget has achieved a certain number, and that number is a mandatory spending number based on prior years there aren't a whole lot of choices so if the government were to collect the monies that they're collecting except that conscientious objectors could say I'm happy to pay my taxes but you may not use my taxes for military spending because I object to the way you use our military. You have to start using this money to build the peace machine, not the war machine. Might be an interesting thought. So, am I a bleeding heart liberal? Maybe. And maybe not. Maybe this country is courageous enough to take a step in a completely different direction. Think about that. You know, our military is so brave. These guys are so brave. What they do, they go out there and they risk their lives, and what they do is so really remarkable are they brave enough to not fight is our country brave enough to not fight you know it takes two to have a fight it really does and that's not to say that we can't protect our borders and defend our country and the truth be known If we took a giant chunk of our military budget and spent it on developing energy independence, we could have all our guys home, protecting our borders right here, right now. And that might just be the better way to handle our affairs in the new century that might just be a better way to handle our affairs in a global community where responsibility is so important our responsibility as leaders to live and let live to get out of people's faces, to get out of people's business, to get out of people's backyards to take care of our stuff and help where help is needed and mind our own business where that's needed and that's needed an awful lot around the world as much as as the help is needed around the world. It's an interesting thought. Anyway, let me know what you think. I'd love to know. Until tomorrow, this is Elle at Iron Dove, signing out.